Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. Those follicles at the beginning of the cycle start off at somewhere in the order of two or three millimetres in size, quite tiny. By the time they're ready to collect, they've grown to two, almost two centimetres in size. So not surprisingly, if you've got 20 of those, your ovary is going to be very large and it causes discomfort and you feel bloated. But that's normal. That's nothing abnormal. And what it means, in fact, is you're going to get a good crop of eggs. The final stage in nature, as well as in an IBS cycle, is exposing the eggs to the other pituitary hormone, luteinizing hormone, LH. It has similar structure to pregnancy hormone HCG. And indeed, because we can produce HCG type hormones easier than LH, we tend to use that for the induction uh, of the final stages. So in nature, it has, and in IVF, it has three functions, that surge of hormones. The first is to mature the eggs. And by that, I mean moving the eggs from having 46 chromosomes, going through a process where basically the egg kicks out half its chromosomes. So they come in 23 pairs and each of the pairs divides and one of those chromosomes is pushed out of the egg. In fact, that's the way the scientists know that you've got mature eggs because they can see the little blob of the, where the chromosomes have been stuck out called the polar body. So that move from 46 chromosomes to 23 is vital because when a sperm comes along with its 23 chromosomes, the two get together to create another set of 46 chromosomes, each with their own identities and which results in children that are a combination, obviously, of the two parents. The second function of the LH surge is to switch on progesterone production. And that's why we, we watch the progesterone levels as well as the estrogen levels. Progesterone is important because the second half of the cycle requires, the lining of the womb requires progesterone to make it receptive to an embryo. In IVF cycles, we do, however, add more progesterone or stimulate more progesterone in the second half of the cycle because we've shown fairly conclusively that if you don't support the second half of the cycle, pregnancy rates are lower. Now we're back with the LH surge. So you've been asked to give that injection at a particular time. Now that particular time is because nature, again, has a time clock which says that by 40 hours after experiencing the LH surge, 
beginning, the eggs will be released. The, the little follicles will rupture and the eggs will be pushed into the abdominal cavity. And from an IVF perspective, we will lose them. So what we do and what the nurses will tell you is that it, it's important that we only wait 36 to 38 hours after that injection before we start collecting eggs, because then we can virtually guarantee there will be eggs there, that your body won't have got them out early. So what will happen is that the nurses or whoever's organizing the operating lists will call you and say, your operation is going to be Friday morning at eight o'clock. Uh, and so you will have to take your injection at eight o'clock on Wednesday evening. 10 minutes either way is not important. An hour or two is very important because you may ovulate before we get to you. So there is a need to, for that injection to be done at a, to, at a precise time. The eggs are collected through the vaginal wall using the old vaginal ultrasound, which anybody that's had gynecological investigations or have experienced. And that vaginal ultrasound has a needle guide and allows the operator to take, push the needle through the vaginal wall into the ovary, which is right next to the vaginal wall. And the fluid in the follicles is sucked out. And in about 80% of those follicles, the scientists will find an egg. That egg will be found by the scientists. And then later on in the day, will undergo the fertilization process. The operator collecting the eggs will go into each of the follicles and if there are 20 follicles, they'll suck out 20 lots of fluid, hopefully finding lots of eggs. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 